Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So, in my work that I do, I've had a situation come up a couple of times here in the recent moments here where I've had to tell an athlete something to the effect of, we're going to slow down. We're going to scale back. We're going to back off because what we're doing is we're going to go ahead and sacrifice short-term gain for a long-term benefit that we're trying to get to and sustain. And I just want to throw this out to us because, uh, so a couple of things, the reason why this is on my mind, the reason why I'm bringing it to you guys, uh, I've had a couple of athletes that I've run into that specifically with, we've had to actually do that in terms of what this looks like for them. Their, their training is lower intensity and lower duration than what we would have planned had they been healthy and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're scaling back their physical training but at the same time that I'm having that going on in my professional life as a coach, I'm also reading a book called Range by David Epstein. And in it, he's highlighting the fact that in terms of learning, in terms of reading a book, taking a course, studying for an exam, whatever, that they're showing that Getting this information into long-term memory where the book that I read, the podcast that I listened to, the video that I watched, the, the courses that I took, whatever, getting that to the point where we can remember it two, three, four months, six months, a year later, actually the, the way that the learning happens and the way that the learning should happen is that kind of ironically, we should think to ourselves, I'm, I don't think I'm learning this stuff because I'm... I can ask myself questions about this material right after I read it, right after I listen to it, you know, right after I watch it and I can't answer, you know, specific questions about it and I don't get the answers right. So the immediate feedback for me is that I'm missing the questions, I'm failing the exam, I'm performing poorly. But, and I don't have time to get into it here, but, you know, Epstein talks about the studies that have been done and the fact that if you approach learning a certain way and if you use certain methods that they've tested in labs and stuff like that, that what ends up happening is you're thinking you're not getting anything out of the way that you're doing things, but then you come back two months later, six months later, and you begin to ask that person questions about material that they haven't even seen for a really long time. And they're able to, they're able to answer those questions better than the individual that was able to answer those questions immediately after they had learned that material. So, you know, the, the, the post, like if you studied the material and took a quick post test, the person that did worse on that immediate post-test will do better further down the road when that information needs to be recalled in probably a more useful setting. And again, the way that this would play itself out, I'm thinking to myself just kind of randomly here, well, kind of randomly, but not really randomly, like my wife is in nursing school, so it's kind of one of those things where she takes a course in nursing and then she's got like exams that she's got to take. And so 
what what happens here is that there's obviously an incentive in passing those exams like at, after you study the material and you've got that exam, th- there's an incentive to pass that exam because if you don't pass the exam, you don't pass the class and then you can't keep pursuing your nursing degree. But, but unfortunately, passing those exams immediately doesn't necessarily mean that when you're actually a real nurse and you're actually in those environments and you actually need to recall that material, that that material is going to be there for you to be able to access effectively. And that's kind of scary, honestly. Um, but again, because we've, we like the short-term gain. We, we play for the short-term gain. That, that's how our minds are wired. Our minds are wired for what's going to happen right now. What can I see right now? What do I feel right now? Show me the progress bar moving. Show, you know, show me that I'm getting stronger. Show me that my, you know, I'm getting smarter, whatever. Like we, we, we want to see that kind of evidence. And to a certain degree, it's kind of necessary. I mean, to a certain degree, you can't take somebody's word for it that is failing all of their exams in nursing and just keep passing them along and, and they keep giving you the excuse, well, you know, I read this book and I mean, if I, I'm failing all these tests and I get it, but like further down the road, trust me, you'll be really happy with me because I'll be able to recall this material better than the people making the dean's list. I, I mean, I, I, I would like to trust that person, but even me reading the book and understanding the concepts and knowing that they work, knowing that like, I, I would shoot for the long-term benefit approach. I would still have a problem telling that nursing student, sure, that's fine. I'll take your word for it. Don't worry about it. Just keep scooting along and uh, you know, we'll see this thing play itself out and we'll be proud of you later. That That's hard to do, right? Um, but so unfortunately, we've got a little bit of a problem here, but the nice thing about many of us listening and, and where we are is a lot of us aren't tied down to exams. A lot of us aren't tied down to, you know, the, the metrics that, that bind these kinds of things. So what we can do is we can actually exercise this principle a little bit better than, you know, somebody say in that, in that, uh, situation where if you don't pass these exams, you don't move on. And the way that this played itself out for for these particular athletes was, uh, you know, they're for, for one reason or another, they're not at a hundred percent. Okay. So in terms of their body and mind, I'm putting them both together. Can't separate them. You know, um, this individual, these individuals were, were, were able to tell me accurately that they are not at a hundred percent. They're just, you know, uh, if, if the body hurts that, that affects the mind. If the mind isn't right, then obviously the body can't perform. So I didn't care what the ratio was. I just wanted a number on a percentage and it came back less than a hundred and I'm monitoring their training and such. And so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Hey, listen, let's have a conversation. And as I'm having these, this conversation, you know, with these particular individuals and it, the, the conversations both went very similar. It was, I had to, I had to gain their trust and because I, because the news that I delivered was not what they wanted to hear, right? So both of these individuals had a good level of fitness at the moment when, you know, the, the body and the mind just kind of unraveled a little bit and was less than, and, and was in a less than ideal condition. And what I had to say was, 
I know what the numbers are telling us. You have good fitness right now. You're, you're really strong. You're, you're capable of doing a lot of things on the bike. However, we are going to need to take a step or two back for the immediate future because we've got to kind of reset things and get everything moving and shaking again before we can actually, you know, begin to actually uh, train effectively again. And what I mean by that is these athletes were still able to jump through the hoops per se. They were still able to do the workouts that were prescribed for them. They were still able to complete these workouts satisfactorily. Um, They were still able to get the work done per se. But that's just, for my intents and purposes as their coach, that was just a file that was coming through that I was able to look at that had numbers on it and it had data on it. And per the numbers and per that data, everything was checking out more or less. But I began to ask some questions of them that brought a little bit more light on the situation. And and, and the truth of the matter was, yeah, you're getting the work done and we're able to do the lifting. However, it's, it's taking more of a toll than it normally should. It's creating a little bit more wear and tear on the engine right, per se, than it normally does. And so what we need to do is we need to scale back. We need to take the short-term loss here. And what that means is like the the the, the riding, the, the type of workouts that I was prescribing for these guys was going to be less intense and it was going to be less duration than what was in their plan. So therefore, these guys were going to see from a numbers standpoint, from a charts and a graphs standpoint, they were going to be able to watch their fitness actually come down. They were going to be able to watch themselves, quote unquote, get weaker, right? And have their fitness diminish a little bit. And I told them, this is what's coming for you. This is, this is what is going to happen. However, if we don't, do that, then at some point, we're actually going to put ourselves into deeper of a hole than we're currently in right now. And the the problem is, is, you know, a lot of times when we get into these situations and we don't see ourselves clearly, hence the reason for a coach, hence the reason for like a mindset coach you can have conversations with like myself, like, because we don't see ourselves clearly. We can, we can help counsel other people, but we can't help counsel ourselves. We're, we're habitually bad at that, right? Like even myself, you know, I've got people that counsel me, right? Um, so they're looking at it going, but, but the hole's not really, honestly, it's not really that deep Mario. Like it's not that deep of a hole, right? I'm still getting the work done and yeah, you know, I'm feeling a little bit off, but I mean, it's not that big a deal. And so they're not able to see that this thing is going to pervasively get worse. And what we're sacrificing to make a small gain, very small gain, is we're sacrificing this long-term gain. We're sacrificing, again, yesterday's episode. What did I talk about? Consistency, right? More, more uh, you know, compounding that, consistency over time. Consistency over a period of time, a long period of time. So we've got to have that vision. 
we've got to have that mindset of this is this is a long game. This this is a you know ha- well you go back to it and this is where we become blindsided. This is where we have you know blind spots and meditation, self awareness, you know all that kind of stuff really helps here. Is how long did it take you to build that fitness? You know, as the athlete, how, how many, how many weeks, how many months have we been working on getting you to that particular number that's reflective of your fitness? And it wasn't a week and it wasn't two weeks. I mean, it's, it's four months, it's six months. I mean, it's a long, it's a long process, but we quickly, we quickly forget about that when we're on the other end of things and go, well, how quickly do you think it'll go away? And if it took a long term to build, it's going to take a long term, long time to tear down. But sometimes we need to purposefully slow down and quote unquote tear down because it's going to be what's going to be, it's going to be the best course of action for us right now. So that being said, throwing this out to you guys and having you be able to ask yourself some critical questions and do some thinking on your own is what where are we, where are you wanting this short-term gain at the peril of this long-term benefit, right? Where are you wanting to just be able to say and show and put a, put a gold star on, you know, I just took a half step forward, but sacrificing whatever you had to do to get that the mental anguish and anxiety and stress or just the forcing of things to do that to sacrifice later on actually coming out ahead of that small term gain. Because remembering something six months down the road when it's needed is going to be a lot more beneficial to us than being able to pass a test a week after we've been studying the material and then forgetting all of it. And th- and it's like this for a lot of things. This is this is the reason why uh I I've been reading the, the Twitter is going nuts right now on the fitness industry and the fact that like a lot of uh, there's some people jumping on there talking about a lot of things that the fitness industry uh pushes and sells and really markets hard to people and people are unfortunately people are buying uh, it is actually uh, hogwash. It, it actually doesn't work. It's actually um, terrible. Like it's 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 doing the individual more harm than good. Not necessarily from a health standpoint, but from from a from from the way our mind operates standpoint. And basically, what it's saying is exactly this: the fitness industry. Think about it. Whatever shoes or gym or workout tapes or you know dieting schemes or supplements, or, I mean, we can keep just, I mean, I mean, just turn the TV on for, you know, 10 minutes and you'll see like all of these things, what are they built on? They're built on some kind of a short-term gain. They're built on, you want to lose five pounds in this next week. You want to go to this gym and, and work out until you throw up every day for two weeks and watch how strong you get. Well, again, there's short-term gains. The long-term Benefit for a lot of these uh, fad type things, there is no long-term benefit. You stop going to the gym after a month. You're on the diet for four weeks and then you start eating carbs again and then you gain back 15 pounds. Like it, it's, it's all short-term benefit. And you know, so many of us are caught up in this cycle 
that we just continue to subscribe to these kinds of things and it messes with us so badly because we don't understand that like we're plugging into a mindset that's just never going to work. Short-term gain is, is short-term rapid gain is, is never going to work. Making a lot of money quickly is there's something wrong there if you're making a lot of money quickly and you didn't have to, you didn't have to work hard and do certain things to make that money, right? Like it's, it's going to run awry at some point. So can we, can we get into the mindset where we're playing long ball? Can we be patient? Now, the, the cool thing about this, and I'm going to end with this, the cool thing about being patient means not a whole lot needs to get done right now if we've got time, right? So kind of like yesterday's episode, I was like, what's the one thing you feel like you absolutely have to do every day to be successful? And there is no one thing, right? There are some things that maybe would be useful, but they don't have to be done every single day. Why? Because we're looking for that long-term benefit. We're looking for that long-term sustainment consistency, which means we can be patient, which means today is not the most important day of my life. All of the days leading up to this and after this hold the same importance and let me just continue to dink and dunk and let me just continue to make small movements each and every single day and at some point I don't know why I'm thinking about like at some point you know that sculptor like hits that rock and that rock just busts apart and everybody wants to think it was that one hit that did it but it wasn't that guy was coming and he was beating on that rock every single day just a little bit at a time trying to chip away at it just a little bit couple of hits here, a couple of hits there, walk away, come back the next day consistently. But that one hit, boy, that's the one that gets everybody's attention. And that's what all this fitness fad stuff is, right? So can we subscribe to that? Can we get excited about that? Now, we're getting excited about being bored, kind of, sort of, right? Uh, so I was meeting with it and I, and I, I seriously will end with this. I just keep thinking about cool things to say to you guys. Uh, I was meeting with a friend of mine, uh, met with some friends of mine the other day and, um, he's a, he was a former golfer and he's like, yeah, man, I I can't tell you that the best round of golf I shot when I think he shot like a 74 or 76, he said it was the most boring round of golf that I had ever played. He said, because I'd hit it into the fairway, I'd be on in two or three, and then I'd putt and hole out. And then I'd get on the next tee, and I'd hit it in the fairway, and then I'd get up in two or three or four if it was a par five, and then I'd putt, and then I'd move to the next one. And he said it was just, he said it was boring. He said there was no excitement. He said, because I didn't ever put it in the trees, I didn't put it in the bunker, I didn't really get in trouble, I didn't have to save myself, I didn't have to get up and down for par. Like, I just, it was a boring round of golf because it was just repetition. But again, what did he get for it? He shot like a 74 or 76, which is way better than I can shoot. And I mean, that's a pretty darn good score in any, on anybody's standards. So again, if we're looking for that long benefit, then we need to be patient. We can be patient because we know we've got time. And then we just plug in and we're plugging into something that we're going to see as boring that's not exciting. It's maybe not as sexy, right? But that's, that's 
going to the gym and doing some light cardio. That's going to the gym and, and not lifting your max weight every single day. But now you're going, now you're going to make it to the gym, you know, four times a week for the next eight months versus having hopped on that quick six weeks, you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then after six weeks, you can't stand the gym anymore. And now you're done. Who's going to, who's going to come out ahead on that one? Who's going to be more healthy on that one? Who's going to have a lot less mental anguish on that one? Let's face it. I'd love to hear from some of you if you're willing to, and you're open and you're honest to tell me about some of the stuff you've subscribed to. How did it mess with you? I mean, how does it, I may be stepping on some toes, but that's okay because I don't care. How does it mess with some of us that cut out carbs and lost all that weight and felt good about ourselves and we're looking ourselves in the mirror and going, man, this is great. I love this. But then little by little, you're just fighting off that crave crave to have carbs and all of a sudden you start eating carbs again and all of a sudden you put those 10 pounds on with some interest that you lost. I mean, how much does that mess with you mentally? The fact that you, quote unquote, you work so hard to not eat carbs, which by the way, takes a lot of willpower, but then you gave it away and then you gained all this weight back where instead of doing that, just eat carbs, eat a healthy, balanced diet. Don't overeat. Use portion control. Look at the nutritional value of everything that you're eating. Put in good quality food and then eat like that. Don't worry about the fact that like you're wanting to have some carbs. Go have them and be sensible about it and be on that diet for a year and then watch the weight come off and and be able to sleep easy at night because you're not like you're not stressing about the fact that there's going to be cookies at work. Right? Anyhow. All right. I'm going to land the plane there. I'd love to hear from you guys. I think this is a, you know, a hot topic type of thing um, because unfortunately our culture, like this thing that I'm recording on right now is teaching us, hey, short-term gain, go get it. Get it as fast as you can. It's yours. And I really think it's doing uh, us a disservice. I think it's doing on the larger scale. It's doing our culture a disservice and it's something that we've got to fight back against. So take control of our minds and let's exercise the patience, the long-term gain. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. It's Friday. So I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend until next week.